a breath because you've arrived to the Bliss Tonic Podcast where bliss is not about rising above the human experience, but rather being your whole messy, beautiful, authentic self. In this podcast, you'll learn how to master the art of non-judgmental self-inquiry, learn new ways to play this game of humanity instead of being played, and connect to the wisdom of both ancient and modern philosophy and esoteric practices. I'm your host, Michelle Anthony, and I offer you an inside look into my learnings as a yogi, spiritual life coach, and intuitive. Let's get into this episode. How do I even begin to describe the shift that is still taking place inside me in regards to deeply embodied shadow work of just radical acceptance, not just of myself, but all of life in all of its messed up glory and I would say one of the biggest shifts is when I notice myself going into worst case scenario which I would say we all experience I personally experienced a somatic somatically dramatically present um, increase in that anxiety after I became pregnant and after I gave birth. And it has been pretty difficult to manage, honestly, without gaslighting myself. I think that's the hugest like caveat is we can gaslight ourselves into just like, it's okay, I'm safe, everything's fine, you know, worst case scenario, that's not going to happen, or, you know, these are we're going to do to avoid it if we're really good, or blah, 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 um, and it really leads into more anxiety, honestly, so the shift has been, <sighs> not just going into my body and recognizing that that's what's happening and then I'm spiraling 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 and the truth is why am I trying to even control things that I can't control like why would I even think that I can that's pretty fucking silly just a silly little goose (laughs) I don't have control over anything um and it brings me great suffering when I think that I can, when what I could spend that energy on is training resilience in my system. And that's a big fucking claim. And almost it feels like a dare to the universe to be like, yeah, test me. Like saying it out loud and be like, oh, test me. I'm so fucking resilient. I can handle like, and I don't want to attract that, obviously. And that's a part of that like instant um, recognition of what could go wrong. Even in that statement of me claiming this change happening 
in an embodied way is that oh I'll I'm always going to be human <laughs> and maybe these pan- patterns will never go away and if that's the case then how can I work with them how can I be okay no matter the outcome and it sounds really fucked up but how can I be okay with the worst case scenario and if I know that I've totally got me I know that I'm really strong and even if the worst case scenario that I am feeling and envisioning and to be honest fantasizing about (laughs) and like oh that feels good (laughs) in the body it's really interesting but just in a somatic way it is a tingling when I'm envisioning this worst case scenario it's like elevated heart rate like tingling constriction this is like pressure that I've come to realize my system really loves that pressure whether you know it's in the context of this envisioning bad worst case scenario or the context of like trusting my procrastination that that constriction leads to my genius or the constriction in life leads to my spiritual evolution like a part of me loves that and can I embrace that too and so I can relate to that part of me that thoroughly enjoys envisioning the worst case scenario the part of me that enjoys that constriction as fuel for evolution so it's a weird shift but when I get caught in those cycles in my mind of envisioning worst case scenario and then feeding the sensation that this anxiety gives me the biggest shift is the conscious enjoyment of that sensation and then this instead of just imagining worst case scenario I imagine my resilience in worst case scenario and it's so funny but it's such a classic way of like your kryptonite becomes your superpower and then it's like okay if I'm spending all of this physical spiritual and emotional energy envisioning this worst case scenario like how can I make that work for me like if I'm co-creating reality right now and if this is like a chunk of what I'm co-creating can I use this energy and this visualization and this direction of energy for my imagined resilience in these situations. I just like feel my energy expanding outward, <laughs> like this big, like, ah, like I can fucking do anything. And um, I still have meltdowns, but they're a little more fun because that's kind of like a piece of the enjoyment too is like, No, I know that I'm processing this. I know that it's intense. It's full of grief. And I'm going to give myself to it. That that also is not wrong. And you can't go straight. Because the difference between, you know, yes, putting it in your body 
is different than just mentally doing affirmations. But beyond that, there's also a difference between noticing that energy of like, oh, I'm spiraling a little bit in my mind and going into self-help mode and like, oh, this is uh, wrong. I can change this. I can fix this or trying to shove it down and regulate and just kind of make it wrong basically and try to fix it versus full radical acceptance and the invitation into alchemy through that acceptance and that example is not just imagining my worst case scenario but then consciously enjoying the sensation and imagining also my resilience in that worst case scenario and it's honestly so powerful because it's helping me take bigger action and bigger steps in my life to get through some of those unconscious fears I didn't even realize how much they were holding me back how much they were stopping me from like taking bigger steps and dreaming bigger um and I really am just seeing how high I have like the, I just feel the shift in the unconscious energy from, okay, I wanted this in the past. I've wanted, and I'll share a little bit about some of those things. Um, but the energy and quality of my desire lately has been just fucking untainted <laughs> with um, my pattern my unconscious belief and pattern of feeling guilty feeling like maybe I don't deserve certain things in my life for whatever silly little reason like I've had eclipse little surprises pop in take me (laughs) out for a moment and then just totally inspire me into action from this place that I recognized I would normally enter victim mode and like love being in that space of victimhood because it I think I was just talking to somebody else about this the other day it eliminates my sense of wrongness um or any other badness. If I'm the victim, then it like washes away all of these supposed sins. This is all deeply like deep unconscious work, right? It's not, this isn't happening. (laughs) Well, it's happening in my conscious mind now, but it's all undertones that I pick up on and then turn the volume up so I can like see it and feel it and know it. Like it's only obvious to me because (laughs) I've done a lot of previous quote-unquote work in this arena and by totally embracing that love for victimhood wrecking in these little moments that add up where you're like oh I realize I'm going into not just my future projections and you know fantasizing about these worst case scenarios in the future that maybe would make me feel like a victim again like it just carries no weight I recognize that dang this is when I would normally probably want to go into victim mode um 
but it just doesn't even sound exciting anymore because I realized that, you know, well, all humans, we love the drama. We love a good drama, obviously. Like, that's why so many of us love TV because we get to watch it all play out and get those same feelings and sensations in our body. And it makes us feel alive, almost purposeful. And in the space of judgment, it's so much easier to see things outside of ourselves than inside of ourselves. So it's easier to kind of be in the drama more consciously on a screen than it is to acknowledge the unconscious dramas rumbling, just wanting to play out or be seen and acknowledged and accepted as a part of you. But I just, this moment, I, I, and I remember every single moment that a level of integration clicked with this work and it's hard to describe because it is a full embodied sensation and a knowing and a true enjoyment and you know the day after I got this kind of news that would normally throw me into victimhood and I just like slept on it let myself just process and cry and whatever and you know, even throughout recognizing like, oh, this is bringing me clarity on what I don't really have space for in my life anymore. And I've known that for a while. And maybe this is the push that I need to take action on that. And how would I go about this? Because being victim to the situation just sounds not exciting. And so how would I go about this from an empowered, like, no, this is a decision I'm making. Um, and I'm confident about it, <laughs> place, and yeah, it just, it, it feels like something has clicked, and I've noticed a lot of little moments like that lately, where it's just like click, 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 of like, oh, I normally would be in this pattern, and I just don't really, and it's not that I don't recognize, it's like, the memory of the pattern comes up instead of the pattern, if that makes sense. And then I become aware of that and just think, huh, that's weird. No, I don't find it. It's not really in my body. And that is not to say that that never happens, (laughs) that I don't get triggered. That would be fucked up to say, I think. And Lord knows, just ask my husband who brought pizza puffs that I asked for but he didn't check if there was meat in them and I <laughs> I was triggered I was hungry <laughs> you know it's like these have me I can't even eat them I've been waiting for so long like anyways yeah I'm a human so I don't like I mean that obviously not from a place of you thinking I'm like an evolved person but just to state the obvious <laughs> that anybody doing this work just has more awareness of their humanity I don't think I don't I'm not even interested in healing any aspects of my humanity to be completely honest but the more I imagine my resilience and practice my resilience um the more safe I feel on a day-to-day basis to go after what I want and to lean into desire and live a life from desire and 
it feels different than like the, I don't know, I feel like right now they're branding the soft girl era or I don't know, you know, and um, it feels like it doesn't even fit into any category because it's a complete honoring of all facets of myself, including all cycles, seasons, and rhythms and knowing that whatever comes up, I can trust it to lead me where I need to go. And I can totally trust myself and I can trust the processes as they unfold, however shitty, um, and also let go of that belief in those shitty moments when I just need to process and not gaslight myself into the lesson before the experiencing is done. So needless to say, things have been kind of wild over here and it felt like time to share because honestly, I haven't been posting. Um, I've been doing this inner work. (laughs) I have been hustling my booty off for so many reasons. And, um, I've been reading, I have been reading, um, fairy smut and 10 out of 10. If you want, like, same as like watching certain TV shows that just bring something alive in you. If you're wanting to get in your sensual soft girl era, (laughs) whatever that means to you. I honestly have been thriving while reading A Court of Thrones and Roses. If you've read it, you know. Um, I'm on book five and it's been less than a month. I've been doing audible reading in 1.5 speed. I speed it up sometimes and I slow it back down sometimes. So, you know, but (laughs) this is a commitment at this point and the scenes oh my god book five is the best that's all I'm gonna say is put in 1.7 speed all the way to book five as far as I'm concerned sorry not sorry and (laughs) it's just been like it's so nice to be like I don't know how else to say it other than turned on by life like turned on like just in an embodied way and then it carries into different parts of my life and it's led me to a lot of things honestly we got home from vacation a month ago after I started reading this book and saw a house for rent and it was like damn this would be awesome let's just set up a showing and then it was like okay we go to the showing we're like huh we should try to make this work let's just see and he was just like oh, there's like 25,000 clicks on this house or something. And he ended up telling us he did like 20 showings of this house. Anyways, it is our dream home. Everything pretty much, I can't think of anything on our required list for a home that isn't on in this house. And I can think of bonus things in this house that we didn't even like dream up that's just like what (laughs) best case scenario um and oh man through that process we had said we wanted to go through like a person instead of like a rental company just because I don't know I just feel like we had a really good thing going with our place we've been in for eight years with it just being this like 
you know, grandma type lady and um, that we just wanted a more personal experience in our renting. Um, And it ended up being such an intense process, honestly, like going back and forth and I need this and that and that. And we obviously have a unique situation being entrepreneurs and yeah, it's just it was a lot and it forced me to go through this whole process of like I'm gonna face all of this and just take the next step I don't know where it's gonna lead this feels weird I'm so uncertain I'm just gonna take the next step like this whole time until we signed the lease last week and of course I did a spell (laughs) I found probably two years ago I did this house spell and I was doing the magical morning practice um, from Gala Darling for my new house like all like every single day for a while and then so part of that spell was I drew my house on a bay leaf and kind of did other herbs and stuff in a satchel so I dug that out it looks kind of similar to the house honestly I dug that out and burned the bay leaf and put other herbs into a spell jar and in that spell jar I wrote the landlord's name and rubbed honey all over it and I was just like planting the seed of like no he just like loves us and you know really wants us to give to give us this shot and blah 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 um anyways so cut to when we're signing the lease um and he goes you know I gave 20 plus tours and I just had a good feeling about you too (laughs) oh and my first thought was like "Mm, honey you're so lucky you got a witch for a wife I tell you what (laughs) uh and who knows? Like, you know what I mean? Like, did I do that? I don't know. Maybe. Like, chances are <clears throat> I co-created that situation and it's equal probability that spell could have not worked. I don't know. But <laughs> I just like to leave a little healthy skepticism because truth is I don't know anything about anything and and it appears to have worked. <laughs> Um, so there's that and other changes in my life that are like up in the air now and I still notice little pings of the guilt. I notice waiting for the other shoe to drop. I notice my mind looking for something that I'm like doing that I'm where I'm bad or doing something wrong or can I get like caught or seen being bad or wrong like oh that what a shame that would be <laughs> this is how I talked to myself then I was like mm, what a shame that would be just too bad <laughs> also yeah who cares that's awesome I can I can get through anything and this whole process yeah what a brilliant experience for me to recognize my system's I guess just resilience um and what all of this shadow work has been embodied shadow work has been doing and I want to say this is the least amount of doing in my practice I have done like I'm not sitting and meditating every day it's more random 
I'm not doing spells every day. I have a gratitude jar that's been empty <laughs> except for the few things that I wrote. I what else? I'm like I'm not ugh, I'm teaching, you know, once or twice a week for classes and doing those classes and creating content. But like as far as my spiritual practice, it is like a as it come as life gives me opportunities to go in, I say yes and I open. And that is my spiritual practice. Let me tell you what, it is enough. And also sometimes it's not. <laughs> and it's also sometimes your body or your mind needs more. And so in conclusion, paradox is God. And embodied shadow work for the win. And on that note, <laughs> I've been working so hard. And by so hard, I mean putting in pra- living practice, organizing into outlines, and creating and recording for Shadow Priestess, the course. I'm doing this round live right now with this probably I think we're in two months in we have one month left of live classes and coaching that are a companion to this course so the course will be ready mid-may but I've been doing a pre-sale of the course and there's already quite a bit already in there as well as a couple bonuses that are honestly it's really ridiculous how many bonuses are inside this pre-sale and I haven't even really marketed or told many people until they buy and I'm like psych you get this which is worth a hundred dollars and this with it which is worth over a hundred dollars and this which is worth like and basically I'm just giving you the course for free honestly but uh it feels right because I want, I just, like, I just want to say thank you for putting your trust in me, and I don't know, it just, it feels right, not from a place of lack, which is definitely something I've done, and I recognize is sometimes I'm like, ooh, actually, I'll lower the price, or I'll give, 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 and then I feel like I'm not giving enough, you know, this feels like the perfect little give, so shadow priestess pre-sale tons of bonuses worth more than the cost of the pre-sale um and it's available now i'm giving people first access of the course so it'll be dripped but the first release of the content is april 30th and then pre-sale is over honestly this whole launch has been weird and i have barely marketed it and already made several sales and each time I'm just like huh that was like remarkably easy and I don't really feel guilty that's weird (laughs) weird (laughs) this uh belief that it's got to be hard is no longer interesting to live out in my body weird and I love it and that's the power of this work. So without further ado or ramblings, uh, pre-sale is available now until April 30th. And then 
I think I might do two, like a little bit more and then the full price at the end of May. So we'll see what happens next. Some of the bonuses are going to go away April 30th though. There's a link in the show notes to get more information on that. Otherwise, thanks so much for um, being here, for coming with me on this journey. And I'm just sending you so much love. And thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and be present and explore maybe how this relates to you and your own life and I just think that if we all do this work the world will be such an amazing place such a cool place to live (laughs) and I want that for us thank you so much to Kyle Piper for editing this podcast whoop whoop I got I'm not even gonna say it I'll tell you guys in my stories (laughs) some other detail about this um, episode but Anyways, thanks for being here.